When it comes to investing for the long term, it's important to look at more tax advantage ways of how you can be able to reduce your tax liability with your retirement accounts. And with iTrust Capital, they allow clients to invest in crypto through an individual retirement account or an IRA. IRAs are tax sheltered accounts, which means all of your crypto trading is tax free and it can even grow tax free as well over time. The process of signing up with iTrust Capital is really easy and the service is awesome. The best part is, is that it's totally free to open up an account and there's no hidden fees. The platform also offers a growing list of over 25 different cryptocurrencies to invest in with more being added all the time. So it's easy to diversify your portfolio with a new mobile app that allows clients to trade whenever they want. iTrust Capital has really earned its place in the market being voted best crypto investment platform throughout the US. As a special tip for my listeners, if you open and fund an account today, you will get a $100 funding bonus added to your account. To learn more, click the link in the description to open up a free account and get started today. Welcome back everyone to another episode of Insightful Principles. In today's content, I'm going to talk about everything you should know regarding Biden's plan around the student loan forgiveness program. I'm going to provide some insight around eligibility and the process of applying for this program. What are my thoughts on the Biden's plan? I'm going to give my take on that as well. So definitely stay tuned. So what are the guidelines for this program and what is the eligibility? The program is going to be targeted to help low and middle income families that are dealing with the student loan burden. Many of us are feeling, including myself, the Department of Education will cancel $20,000 of student debt for Pell Grant recipients and $10,000 for students who have federal loans which are loans that have been taken out through the Department of Education. As of now, this program does not apply to those who may have private loans through a bank or an online lender. However, if you do have private loans, what one thing that I would recommend is looking at refinancing at lower rates through companies like SoFi, or just trying to find a way of where you can have a lower rate. If your rate is higher than something like seven or eight percent i would definitely say look into that and then pell grants are usually need-based financial aid and you usually don't have to pay a pell grant back so they're actually giving a little bit more uh towards that now borrowers are eligible for this relief if your individual income is less than one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars, two hundred fifty thousand dollars for married couples Unfortunately, no high-income individual or high-income household will benefit with this relief program. However, what I would recommend for those that are in a higher tax bracket, uh, I know one thing that I did was before the student loan announcement came out, I actually just contacted my student loan provider, which I have, Navient, and they pretty much just told me that as long as you pay on the loans for 10 years, uh, you will be able to have them forgiven, but they have to be uh, 10 years of on-time payments. So I would definitely say call your student loan provider, see what programs they have to offer, um, because there are still opportunities for those that are making high income. Now, there also has been an extension on federal loan repayments through December 31st of 2022 uh, to ensure a smooth transition with the forgiveness program. A borrower should expect to start making payments on their loans by January of 2023. Uh, you can go to studentaid.gov slash debt relief. 
so you can be notified about claiming your relief in the next coming weeks. Uh, you'll have until December of 2023 to sign up for this relief program. The Department of Education is also planning to cut monthly payments in half for undergraduate loans. So they are proposing a new program that will allow borrowers to have a different income repayment plan where monthly payments will be capped at 5% of discretionary income, which is almost half the rate of what people are paying now with their existing plans. Biden is also attempting to fix the broken public service loan forgiveness program by implementing a rule that borrowers who have worked for a nonprofit in the military, federal, state, or local government will receive the appropriate credit towards their loan forgiveness. Now, to learn more about these changes, you can go to pslf.gov. If you're a podcast enthusiast like I am, you probably thought about making a podcast on your own. Creating a podcast is one of the best decisions I've made personally, but it definitely can feel overwhelming when trying to start one on your own. That's where Buzzsprout comes in. Their platform is hands down the easiest and the best way to launch, promote, and track a professional podcast. It's in fact so good that they have helped over 100,000 people launch their own podcast. Buzzsprout will get your show on every major podcast directory, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes of your recording. You also get a great looking podcast website, detailed analytics to see how people are listening to your podcast, and tools to promote your episodes as well. Plus, Buzzsprout publishes new blog posts, podcast episodes, and YouTube videos every week. So you can learn the ins and outs of podcasting from people that live it every day. To start your own podcast and to get a $20 Amazon gift card, follow the link in the show notes that lets Buzzsprout know that we sent you and help support our show. Buzzsprout, the easiest way to start a podcast. Typic changes and enroll if you're working in a public service career. They also want to hold more universities accountable when it comes to reducing the cost of college and not hiking up prices. Biden wants to increase the amount of Pell Grant recipients that help people in need of financial aid so they can get funding for college and be able to receive an education at a reasonable cost. The Department of Education is also planning to make sure colleges hold themselves to a standard with students receiving a return of, of investment with their college tuition. Now, my thoughts on this whole entire issue is that this is a $1.7 trillion problem uh, that's going to remain on the balance sheet uh, for the government because I don't see this going down anytime soon. Uh, when you think about 45 million borrowers throughout the U.S., and also the cost of tuition only increasing year after year, this problem can only increase higher when it comes to the student loan debt bubble. And then I think that what they decided to forgive is nice with the $10,000. And I definitely think we all should be grateful for those amounts. But I definitely think for those that are making forty, fifty thousand $50,000 a year and they uh, have six figures of student loan debt, that's not really going to move the needle for them. You know, having something where it would have removed almost half of their debts, I definitely think would have helped a lot of low income families, middle income families. But I do think that the higher education system has to change. Um, I know when I went to Bowling Green State University, that was the undergraduate college I went to um, back in 2011. Um, I was an out of state resident, so I'm originally from Michigan. 
So I had to pay a little bit higher tuition regardless. But I was only paying about $20,000 a semester for tuition, room and board. Now, the same tuition at the same university for 2018-2019 is $35,000 a semester with tuition, room and board. So you're talking about $120,000 education back in 2011 now cost $210,000. So we are seeing a rapid increase with college tuition. And that was a public university. Um, I can't even imagine what these private universities are charging. So it, it definitely has to change. But I do think that students need to get a degree that's applicable in the marketplace. My degree was in sports management. When I look back on it, you know, yes, it was in business and you know, it, it, I have been able to still navigate in my career field, and now I'm working in finance, which I still am able to uh, pay on my student loans, and I'm making a good enough income to do so. I think that when I went into sports management, coming out of school, I had a very hard time uh, finding uh, high enough income jobs that was going to allow me to not only make my monthly payments, but also to put a significant dent in my student loans so this podcast has also been sponsored by ledger the largest crypto hardware wallet in the industry they're trusted by over 2 million users and the purpose of having a hardware wallet is to protect yourself against exchanges freezing your crypto assets you look at celsius you look at voyager of actually freezing the withdrawals and also any type of trading on their platforms when you have a hardware wallet it does remo remove you from this particular risk also with ledger they just recently released their nano s plus uh, which is giving people the opportunity to use web3 uh, to be able to take advantage of DeFi and using nfts uh, with on their hardware wallet but if you go in the show notes, I'll have all of my information so you can be able uh, to take advantage of the different offerings that they have. And Ledger is the best in class when it comes to safely securing your crypto assets. I definitely think for those that are thinking about certain careers, especially for my students out there that are listening, that are in college. I have a cousin that's in college right now going to Michigan State. Uh, for those that are thinking about college, you want to look at degree fields that are going to give you a substantial return of investment, especially if you're planning to take out student loans. And when I think about certain career fields, I think about finance, accounting, technology, science, engineering, becoming a lawyer, becoming a nurse. Um, you know, these are going to be careers that are going to be very in demand skill sets that you can have that can give you a good chance to make a high income coming right out of school and you're not going to have to worry about just searching for opportunities and not having any luck finding enough income when it comes to the career path that you're going down but i think ultimately you know we can't look at the government for nothing uh the best way that we can get out of student loan debt is not a program but you know what streams of income are you creating for yourself uh, that can move you towards financial freedom? What's a business idea that you can create that can bring in some extra money? What value can you bring to your employer to politely ask for a pay increase? How much time are you putting into your own personal development to obtain skills that can be marketed to others as services you offer? I think ultimately that's the questions we need to be asking ourselves and just stay focused. 
continue to keep working hard, continue to keep looking at ways of how you can create other streams of income and having assets and reducing your liabilities and you'll be just fine. But I definitely think that what they are creating here with this uh, student loan forgiveness program is definitely going to help a lot of people out there. But if you all can do me a huge favor, uh, if you could please rate, leave a review, share this podcast, it's greatly appreciated. And that wraps it up for this one. Thank you all so much for listening and tuning in, and I hope you all have a blessed day. Take care.